you're actually limiting divine intelligence from bringing you better, which you didn't do when you were keeping more general in your outlook, a positive person, a confident person. Who knows where the good news is going to come from today, folks? Jumbo, fellow adventurers, I'm Mike Dooley, here to remind you once more that your thoughts become things. And I'm going to do it today by dropping another edition of Spiritual Tune-Ups. These were broadcasted live. My answers to fellow adventurers' questions about life, dreams, and happiness. And each one took 5, 10, or 15 minutes. We've sewn them all together for your viewing and listening enjoyment. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, it's Mike Dooley. Happy Monday. Recently, we've talked about positivity versus toxic positivity. Then on Friday, I talked about happiness versus manifesting, manifesting to become happy. What a huge difference. Thanks for your great feedback on those answers. Along the same lines, today a question came in, Mike, positivity versus confidence versus being overconfident. Now, as I warned in my earlier, most recent spiritual tune-ups, you know, semantics um, is very tricky. Uh, words slip and fail. You have to look beneath them to the meaning, to the emotion that's being conveyed to get an understanding. So on their surface, they can mean one thing, but beneath something totally different. And I ask for your indulgence and your patience because using terms like positivity and confidence implies certain things. And so I want to speak to those implications, although somebody's implication might be different than somebody else's implication. Okay, so let's just go through uh, the dictionary as I know it. This is not looking up Webster's or anything. I'm just going from the top of my head. Positivity. Positivity refers typically to a general view, a life perspective, a way with moving with the illusions of time and space. Someone is often called positive or demonstrating positivity when they're focusing on the bright side, when they're appreciative. But do you get the gist here that usually it's a general perspective, a handle on life. It's sweeping, it's universal, it's global. And in this way, positivity is solid gold for you, your happiness, your super quick manifestations. Then we've got confidence. Confidence is typically, you know, humor me here, usually confidence means believing in oneself or believing in the general benevolence of life, okay? It's also typically used in sweeping terms. Um, it, it's somebody, somebody is confident, okay? That means they're pretty much confident bordering on positivity in most areas of life and self. Okay. Could mean different things for different people. Absolutely solid gold. Inevitably, the confident person will become the positive person, will become the happy person. Okay. It's just the flow of things. Now let's talk about overconfidence. 
The way that term is typically understood is when it is applied to a certain someone on a certain path with a certain objective. Uh, often we talk of athletes as being overconfident in their sport. And of course, the notion, and we all get this, okay, the notion is, is if you're overconfident, you become careless, you become silly. And that thing, that path, that car, that relationship, um, all of a sudden might have a dynamic that completely blindsides you, blindsides you. And, you know, you lose your marbles and nothing worked out the way you wanted it to because you were overconfident. But notice the difference in what I've just shared in positivity, confidence, and now overconfidence. Usually, usually overconfidence pertains to a how, a who, a when, a certain corridor, a certain pathway. And this is a very slippery slope. Why? Not because you can actually be overconfident. You can't. And I'll go there in just a minute. But when you're overly zeroing in on, I'm going to win this tennis match. I'm going to hit that baseball out of the park. I'm going to bamboozle that, that seductress and we're going to fall in love and blah, blah, blah. When you're on a particular who, how, when, where, or detail, and all details are unimportant. That's a whole nother uh, tangent here. Then you're actually limiting divine intelligence from bringing you better, which you didn't do when you were keeping more general in your outlook, a positive person, a confident person. Who knows where the good news is going to come from today, folks, because life is awesome and great things happen. That person is not on a particular path or at least not focusing to the exclusion of other paths or who's or how's or when's or details. So, being overly confident, as we understand the expression, usually pertains to someone zeroing in on a certain path. And when you make a path your how, a how to happiness, a how to joy, a how to health, a how to abundance, you exclude all other paths. It's not so much that you're blindsided but you're tying the hands of an otherwise unlimited divine intelligence who knew somebody better or something better or a better, shorter, quicker way for your joy and financial abundance. There's always another way than you're aware of. Yet, if you're on this path and you're just playing the law of attraction and positivity and I'm going to make it happen and it's going to work, all these other paths in the infinite numbers are blocked from delivering you what you wanted or better. So typically, overconfidence means, and this is the, the dicey part, maybe it doesn't mean it for you, maybe it means it for somebody else. Typically, overconfidence means an exclusive runway for achieving an end result, blocking all other avenues for better success. Whereas positivity and confidence, absolute solid gold, go there, be there, practice it, fake it till you make it, make believe, and, and don't limit yourself. Now, you're going to pick a path and you're going to be in a, a relationship and there will be details in your life. But this, as soon as you start attaching to them, like I know she's always going to love me. 
I know it's always, this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. I know that my corner office is assured with Acme Company. Now you've limited the universe from reaching you. Okay, pretty simple, right? We don't want to be micromanagers of our manifestations, nor do we want to be micromanagers of absolutely anything else in our experience. Know what you want in terms of the end result. Wealth, relationships, health and healing, joy, laughter, friendships, a rocking hot body, yours or somebody else's. But don't say a specific somebody else's. Leave the door open for surprises. Leave the door open for better. In the final analysis, properly understood, you cannot be too overconfident. Overconfidence would be a beautiful thing as long as it's kept broad brush and the spectrum of possibilities are maintained. Then you can't be overconfident. Expect good things to happen. Hold out your cup until it is overflowing. Demand and attach to that which you want in broad brush terms. Abundance, not a million dollars by August 31, okay? Uh, you might get a million dollars by August 31, but if you didn't, I tell you, on September 1, you would feel like pond scum. You would feel defeated. You would feel like it doesn't work for me. It works for everybody else. I better go watch The Secret 30 more days in a row. No. Overconfidence as a mood, as a perspective, as a celebration of life, you can't go wrong. But most people don't view overconfidence in that way. They view it as a very specific micromanaged success. It goes to their head. Nothing wrong with that, except they've shut down all other avenues for prosperity, joy, and whatever else they wanted to reach them. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley, time for a spiritual tune-up. Thanks for these opportunities. This one touches the heartstrings. We've all kind of been through this on one side or the other. You'll know what I'm talking about in a minute. Mike, how do we relate life's truths to others when they are suffering and we are not? I have been able to manifest so many dreams and so much joy into my life. So others see me as having good luck while they have bad luck. If I try to speak to them of truth, they often see it as me being condescending. Kind of like easy for you to say. I try to live by example to show how this all works. But when I'm asked, I get this a lot. Well, a lot of love and props to you for caring so much. And, and you know, you're not embroiled um, in all of your bling. Uh, you still have the wherewithal to ask and want to be of service. Um, but everything is unfolding perfectly. And one of the reasons you're in this magnificent, hard-earned place of having good luck is because you, earlier, went through the, the troughs and the valleys of life. You had bad luck. And it was going through those hard times that pressed you to ask, how else can I do this? And that doesn't mean you asked other people. You, mean, you asked yourself, what am I missing? How come other people get better results than me? There can't be any such thing as love. There is only any such thing as luck. There's only love and the divine. And there can't be anything that's not God. I can do better than this. And it was passing through your dark night of the soul that brought you to this place. Now, I've got a couple of caveats here. So don't think you have to be dragged through a dark night of the soul to get there. But 
that you care is beautiful and that you're showing up and offering words is, is awesome, but they will have their own schedule, which may coincide with your help or it may not coincide with their, your help. Let them go through it. You can't live it for them, just like no one could live it for you. Uh, now, here's the three caveats that are so incredibly important. This does not imply we must go through the pain or the dark night of the soul to awaken. Right now, before all of us, evidenced by your presence in these jungles of time and space, there's still stuff to learn. And I don't want to make it sound like there's, it's not going to get really easy really soon and you're going to have to leave. You're going to stay. But we all have stuff to learn here in time and space. And um, you can choose ahead of time to be asking those same questions that pain brought about earlier. How else could I see this? Where else could I go? Who else could I ask? Ask these questions before the other foot drops, before there's pain and a so-called dark night of the soul. All of us have this ability. All of us know where we are confident and where there are areas where we're not so sure if that's how things play out. Go there. Go in your life to where you have pain in your body. I've learned this from the awakening uh, adventure that we're doing right now. Pain in your body is telling you there's something emotional or something blocked right here. What else? Go to where you have pain in your relationships. You've got some trauma. You've got some blockage. You've got some confusion. Go there now before, before it gets more painful. We all have that ability. So nobody should be thinking they need to go through the dark night of the soul to, to make a, a leg up. Absolutely wrong, not true, don't believe it. You can be happy and growing and learning nonstop forevermore. Um, also, when you've got your friends who are in pain, because I shared uh, words slip, that they're going through what they most need right now. And if they're resisting, that resistance is part of what they most need. Because that resisting is going to bring them to another crucible of anguish where they will finally ask those questions. But just because they're going through what they are going through does not mean that we don't care and that we don't lend a hand. Now, obviously, the questioner here is already caring and lending a hand and is uh, meeting with some futility. But never should there be the thought, they created their own reality, they made their bed, let them lay in it. Never, never. We all slip, we all fall, and we get back up quicker when we allow the help of others to enter into our lives. So there's no coincidences that somebody in your life is hurting has brought you this unique invitation to consider how you might roll with it, how you might be of service in ways that are permissible and compatible to, to what they're going through. And it may be to learn that sometimes you just can't go in those closed circles. They have to go, at, go through it themselves. There's never any two identical situations. You have to read each one, but that you're reading it, that it's shown up in your life, it has meaning for you and your life, your lessons, your joy, your adventures.
There you have it, fellow podcast listener. Now, let's stay in the zone. If you haven't already, please visit my website, tut.com, where you can sign up along with 1 million other subscribers for my free daily notes from the universe. You can also find out about my infinite possibility membership for a price you choose. Every single Tuesday, I do a live broadcast, a 30-minute mini manifesting workshop. Members have access to the last 52 mini manifesting workshops. So check it out. And if you have a moment and these podcasts move you, I would be deeply grateful for a review at the Apple podcast platform. Go to tut.com, look for spiritual tune-ups, look for the link for podcast. If you send us a screen grab of your published review at Apple, We've got a very special bonus waiting for you. Check out the links, read all about it. Thanks for being here and I'll see you on the next podcast installment.